So Frankie Go Boom, um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about this movie and um, how it came to be. Uh, well, first off, I made it close to eight or nine years ago. It was released, I think, eight years ago. And, uh, and now this is a re-release of this film um, with a new company that wants to take it a little farther afield than it, its original release uh, in terms of streaming and whatnot. Um, this is a movie, a comedy. I tended to write dramas as a, as a, I'm a screenwriter for a long time. I've written on a lot of films. They tend to be serious and I always love comedy, but I couldn't seem to get anyone to hire me to write it. So I wrote one for myself. It's, uh, so it's both, designed to be funny, but it was also designed to address something that was personal in my life, which is that after my first film that I wrote and directed was released, it was pretty viciously reviewed by uh, most, not all critics, some people liked the movie, but most didn't. And that was really a surprisingly painful experience for me. It was the first time I had to deal with something like that. I'm not alone, lots of filmmakers, uh, not all of us, but lots of us, you know, have reactions to being, you know, nasty stuff being written about us or our films. And I, mine was pretty egregious and it shocked me. And so this film is sort of about a, a comedy about a humiliated young man who's hiding in the desert. In his case, it's humiliation in love as well as, you know, sort of public ridicule. But um, he comes and learns how to love again. And the film was sort of a way for me to come back and make another movie. And now I've made a couple cents and I'm all better. Okay. But it, it was about getting over humiliation. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Now the humor in this movie is a little off-centered and that's interesting that you said you wrote it and did it um, 10 years ago because it did remind me of like some films that I've seen back then, like Harold and Kumar, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I was wondering like with that, how did you come up with a lot of these uh, scenarios? Like I, I thought like one part was really funny where his brother decides to um, make the movie so that so that he doesn't embarrass his brother further, but yet right, it's right. still an embarrassment. <laughs> well, that I, I guess that particular um, uh, scene is sort of about what happens when we try to uh, fix a previous sin by sinning again. <laughs> in other words, instead of just admitting that we were knuckleheads and, and, and actually practicing humility, I, my personal experience in my life is that we tend to make our lives more complicated mm -hmm. when we try and fix a problem instead of just admitting to it. So that's a perfect example of somebody trying to solve the problem in the wrong way, which of course makes it much, 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 much worse. Right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. And um, so how did you go about with uh, casting the movie? Uh, well, because I made it for very little money and I financed it myself, which is very unusual and strange and not very popular thing to do, though I'm delighted I did it. I just took a bunch of money for years. I kept throwing money I earned as a screenwriter into a cookie jar and I finally said, I'm going to go make a movie. But because I made it myself, I didn't have a lot of money. And so I was given some great advice, which was if you want great people in your movie and you don't have any money to pay them, let them make sure the script is really good. Make sure they get to do something they don't usually get to do. So let actors do let actors play in a role that they might not get cast in and let them sleep in their own beds. So I did those three things and I got, I think, one of the great casts for a movie that cost $400,000 ever. So 
those things turned out to be true. They all got to do something they don't usually get to do. Okay, very nice. Now, um, what have you found is the reception so far for the movie? Uh, well, I mean, again, it, we're re-releasing it because it didn't have much of a reception because not that many people even know the movie exists. So that's why mm -hmm. this company came along and strike back and they're gonna give it a second life. Um, but the responses were, you know, we premiered at South by Southwest. It was very successful. Reviews were good. Um, and it's got a pretty big rabid fan base. It's not a mm -hmm. cult movie per se, but it's definitely got some crazy, crazy fans. And it's got a whole bunch of people who just hate it, which both of which are completely, <laughs> completely good with me. You know, it's okay. a strange film. I love it dearly, but it's an odd film. It's not for everybody. Okay. Now, do you have any siblings or like any kind of oh, yeah. situation like this? <laughs> so you've had situations like, like some of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, certainly. I didn't have a brother who was a filmmaker, you know, but I did have a brother who was a bully and a, and a crazy person. And I love him dearly. And he loved me. And, um, uh, so, you know, we certainly went at it and, and we certainly drove our parents crazy with our little nonsense. And sometimes it got a little heightened, you know, it wasn't just, you know, we did some crazy stuff to each other. And, um, but it, it wasn't as black and white as that I was the innocent one because I'm, I'm a little less innocent than Frankie is in the movie. I would also goad my brother on and then he would, you know, and then I'd goad him on. So I was the younger brother and I was, clearly a, a parent's darling and a bit of a brat. Okay, okay. Now, um, have you had any concerns with um, like maybe some people, not so much, um, like you said, some people hate the movie, but some people finding it offensive. Are you having a problem hearing me? They're, they're doing nope. something else. Nope, oh, I okay, hear you right, perfectly, great. yeah. Okay, great. Um, offensive, you know, it, yes and no. I mean, not, not really. I mean, it's, listen, comedy, well, comedy is going through a, absolute transition right now. Uh, if there's something that was gonna be offensive to someone, I'm, I'm gonna guess it would have been the fact that I cast a non, a cisgender male as a trans woman, which I wouldn't do today. I wouldn't have to do today because there's so many cis, I mean, so many trans actors. There weren't nine years ago. Uh, there were obviously trans actors, but there weren't trans actors which would allow me to sell my film. Ron Perlman was a big reason the movie got sold because right. he was arguably the biggest name in the movie at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't both be able to do that today and I wouldn't do that today. So, so there would maybe some controversy about that. Um, but in terms of other offensive, I mean, oddly, you know, I make a lot of uh, not jokes, but I don't think I make jokes about impotency, but this movie's about a, a, a gentleman who can't achieve erectile function and it's filmed and it goes on the internet. That's what the movie's about. And erectile function, talking about it as anything other than a serious subject is offensive to some people. I didn't, okay. I didn't know that. I mean, but it makes sense to me if somebody yeah, has yeah. a physical malady, just like any other, you know, inability, I mean, disability, I, you probably don't want people making fun of it. So to the impotent of the world, and I mean this not as a joke, my sincerest apologies. Okay. And um, yeah. so what is one of the, the funniest scenes that you found in the movie, like while you were filming it? Well, that, that, was, that was always one of my favorite scenes is where this lovely character played by Lizzie Kaplan, who is for her own reasons, desperate for male attention, male affection, male sexual attention, because her fiance has been playing, I think it's naked tag with the pool boy. And she's suddenly feeling like undesirable. She, a little emphatic about her desire to be desired and that 
overzealous interest in being desired is a little scary to the male in the room and he's unable to provide her what she wants. And that was a very fun scene to film and you know, painful in some ways. And, and that was a, that's my, probably my favorite scene in the movie. And I just love Lizzie and Charlie together and they're, they're just exquisite in it. Yes, yes, it was um, very well acted. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Okay, so is there anything else that you wanted to add? Uh, no, just enjoy the movie. It was a labor of love by everybody involved and it, it certainly hasn't had enough eyeballs on it. I'm just delighted at Strike Back for taking an interest in it and picking up the option and, and re-releasing it to the world. You know, okay. Go enjoy it. Great, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Nancy. You. And You're you welcome. have a wonderful okay. day. Peace. You too. Bye-bye. Bye -bye.